Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from livingbrilliant.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives, from money, to relationships, to careers, to entrepreneurship, and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch, and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. So glad that you guys are listening, still listening. That really means a lot. Honestly, it does. So I don't feel like a crazy person who just sits and talks into a microphone because podcasting is weird. I think I might have mentioned this in the last episode. Um, when I do solo episodes or when I do intros, it's kind of just me <laughs> sitting and talking into a microphone and I think in any other circumstance, people might be concerned for my well-being, but in this case, like, there's a, like, I'm doing something, but it still doesn't mean that it's not weird. (laughs) So, I went to the grocery store today, and there was, outside the grocery store, something that I could not resist, something that will haunt me. Something that I'm not very proud of. Something that I I paid for that I really shouldn't have paid for. And it is a Girl Scout box of Thin Mints. Girl Scout cookies, Thin Mints. I said that weird. Why didn't I just say Thin Mints? I bought Thin Mints outside of a grocery store today. And, you know, I used to be in Girl Scouts I think I quit or like I got kicked out. I don't remember what happened, but I'm like, I was not, I'm not a Girl Scout. And I think I'm proud of that. (laughs) But I did the whole cookie thing. My mom was cookie mom one year and that was a fucking nightmare. That was a nightmare. If you you have kids, don't volunteer to be the cookie mom. Like my mom would cry. (laughs) It was traumatic. It was so, I mean, I maybe now it's like, you know, this was what, like 10, 15 years ago at this point, maybe more longer. So I'm sure maybe now they have like a more efficient way to do it. But back then, you know, back in the olden days, like in 2006, it wasn't as automated. It was like you had to hand count the boxes of cookies. Moms would show up at our house with like, to pack up all these cookies. It was nuts. Um, <laughs> so I bought a box of Thin Mints today. And the thing about Thin Mints is you have to freeze them. Why? Because they just taste a thousand times better. Okay, don't fight me on this. Just freeze your Thin Mints. You're going to thank me for it. So what I do is I put 
one because it comes with two rolls. So I put one in the freezer and one in my pantry. And I typically like I'm not really a big sweet person. I like sweet fruits like I like pineapple. I like melon. I like strawberry. I like oranges. I like apples. Not a fan of bananas, but like that's another story. So I'm just I don't like sweet, sweet stuff. So I know this is going to like I thought in my head that this was going to last me until next year. Um, Until I had someone come over to my house and criticize me for putting my Thin Mints in the freezer. And I don't know what happened, but this tonight after I ate dinner, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a Thin Mint. And I go in and guess how many freaking Thin Mints are left? Four. Four Thin Mints out of a roll. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit pissed. It wasn't me. I didn't eat them. I know it was the person who criticized me for putting them in the, in the freezer. And Girl Scouts are getting smart, man. They're going to outsmart us all. I got an email today. I mean, this girl practically had a sales funnel. She had a full-on sales funnel for cookies. I was like, um, should I, do you want to, do you want to hire me <laughs> as your coach, as your business coach? Because I'm here for it. Girl Scouts are smart. They really are smart. Uh, maybe that's why I got kicked out. <laughs> this is a, a, a roast just for me. Sorry I'm cussing. And I'm already rambling. It's five minutes in. You're probably like, get to the point of this episode. So the entire point of this episode is how to find a mentor, mentor and the value of networking. So let's talk about mentors for a second, because I feel like maybe a mentor seems kind of a weird term for millennials. Like it sounds very, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is that finding a good mentor is really important. And this use it, but already messing up. This isn't your mom or your dad. Usually they aren't even part of your family. Um, A mentor is someone who is doing what you want to do. They are someone that you respect. They are someone who inspires you to be and do better. They are someone who can help you when you're faced with a difficulty or a tough decision or need to make strategic moves. And it doesn't have to be this like formal relationship where you pay them, you meet up and talk every week, or you like see them on a daily basis. It could be someone that you talk to every six months, maybe every year, maybe you just see them when you're in their city or they're in your city. Or maybe you don't even meet them. So the power of having a mentor is really because this person is doing what you've already done, what you want to do. They've already been through a lot of the things that you're going to go through and they can help guide you in the right direction. Um, It could be someone to bounce ideas off of. I think especially if you are an entrepreneur, it's so, so important to talk to other entrepreneurs or other people who are doing something similar to what you're doing and to really have a good relationship where you're like, I just experienced this. Have you experienced this as well? Um, 
And I want to talk about the quote. Like, what is that quote? Like, you are the five people that you spend the most time with. Uh, I have a problem with that. I do believe that's true. Like, I believe that if you are hanging out with, you know, your homeboy from high school who's like eating Cheetos and playing Fortnite all day and like doesn't really do anything (laughs) with their lives and you have a big dream of like, I want to own a business or I want to do this or like whatever, hanging out with your homeboy from high school isn't going to get you there. And sometimes it's really difficult to find people depending on where you live um, or depending on what you want to do. It's it can be difficult to find people who are doing the things that you want to do. And that's why I'm saying sometimes your mentors, you don't even meet them. Maybe you listen to their podcasts, you read their books, you watch their interviews, you watch their YouTube videos, you're consuming their their content. Um, and I feel like this is so true. So as you guys know, like when I started my blog and I started my um, business, I didn't know anyone who was doing what I wanted to do in my quote real life, in my physical life. So there was no one for me to really emulate on a day-to-day basis um, or ask questions to or anything. And I was like, this is never going to work unless I really like immerse myself in business language and business talk and especially in like the online space. So what I did is I turned to podcasts, I turned to books, I turned to audiobooks, I turned to YouTube videos. And so some of my mentors I've never even met, but I've learned so much from them. So like my favorite mentors, as you guys know, I love Marie Forleo. I love Gary Vee. I love Ed Milet. I love Joe Rogan. I love Lewis Howes. Um... I love Lauren Everett and Michael Bostic from The Skinny Confidential. Lauren's blog, The Skinny Confidential, is a lot of like beauty and health related things and like fashion. But I love her content when it comes to business things and blogging. She's been huge. And Michael, I think Michael and her um, have other successful business ventures. So they were huge mentors for me and and learning from them and listening to their their interviews and their podcasts and stuff. Again, never met these people, but I've learned so much from them um just based on their experiences and the content that they that they've put out. So, let's talk about networking really quick. <laughs> and networking, I think it can be difficult to understand why it's valuable. Networking allows you, again, to connect with people in your industry, whatever that industry is, and learning from them. You never know when they might have a job opportunity at their firm or their office or their business, Um, and also just staying to to connect and to really get dig deep into what it is that you guys are doing and how you can have a bigger impact together. So that's like why I find networking so interesting is just learning from other people and what their experiences have been. Now, networking has helped me tremendously with this podcast. When I started, I didn't know how far I was going to take it. um, And I quickly exhausted my own network. And that's when I began asking people, that had been on the podcast or were coming on the podcast, like, hey, who do you know who else would be interested in coming on the podcast? So 
networking doesn't need to be this thing that is just like on LinkedIn or like you have to go to quote a networking event and like wear a cocktail dress and be super uncomfortable the whole time. It can really be asking who's already in your network if they know someone who might be interested in having a conversation with you. Um, and there's, there's something that I like to do that I learned again from one of my mentors, I think it was Gary Vee, that is so, so valuable when you are having a conversation with someone. These are like the two questions that I ask in my head. One, how can I be of service to them? What do they need from me? How can I help them? And it's not when I say to be of service to them, it's not like I'm talking about getting on my hands and knees and scrubbing their floors. I'm not asking you to be Cinderella. But it's what it's asking yourself, what do I know that can help them further their mission or their dream? And the second question I ask is, do I know someone who can help them? Look, if you need a website designer I'm not the person for you to help design your website. Can I help with content? Sure. But designing like HTML, not my expertise. But I do know someone who can help you with that. And that is the connection that you want to make for them. Now, when it comes to finding people to network with, there are so many apps. There's so many platforms Um, in relation to the podcast What I do is I straight up DM people. (laughs) First, I ask friends if they know someone. And then I straight up DM people. If I come across their Instagram profile, their Twitter profile, I find their blog, I'll email them. Um, And I'm like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And I kind of give them a little blurb about what it's about. And if they say no, I'm like, all right, that's all Gucci. I can't tell you how many times people have said no. And what I follow up with was like, thanks so much for taking the time to respond. Do you know someone who might be interested? And sometimes they respond, sometimes they don't. But the whole point that I'm trying to get at is like, do not be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid of the no. Do you know how many no's I've gotten? <laughs> like a lot, a lot. And I don't skip a beat. In the beginning, it was a little difficult. Like I was like, oh, I really wanted this person or like that sucks, you know, but a no is a no until it's not a no. So we get so hung up on this like hypothetical situation of like, what if they say no? Okay, so let's answer that. What if they say no? Now what? And I'm just saying, like, I'm not preaching from the choir here, preaching to the choir. What is it? What is that phrase? (laughs) Preaching to the choir? Preaching from the choir? I think you guys know what I mean. But I still get scared when asking people. Like, I still get a little nervous. I still get a little fearful jumping on calls. But I just do it anyway. It's the only way to move through life is sometimes you are going to be scared. You're going to be terrified. You're going to feel your knees shake, but still do it. And that's all that I've got. (laughs) I hope that was helpful. I just know how much value having a mentor is and networking has completely transformed my business and networking can take so many different forms. The podcast has been a huge source of networking for me, but other people find value in going to network events or 
finding events in their community or Facebook groups or those types of things. It really is what you make of it. There are no rules here. That's what I'm trying to get at. There are no rules when it comes to mentorship. There are no rules when it comes to networking. You get to decide how you want to do those things. But I think the value is in doing both of those things almost on a daily basis. So that's all that I've got. I hope this is helpful. I will see you guys back here on Tuesday. Um, I have a really great interview. Her name is Kristen Zavos, and she just wrote a book called Job Joy. We talk all about work and how to find joy in your life or bring back joy into your life when you are working. And I'm super excited. The episode's so, so good. It's definitely, I keep saying this, like, this was one of my favorite interviews. Um, I think they're all my favorites, <laughs> but this one was really good. And I think that it will be super valuable for you guys. And yeah, I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye.